2: Venerina Conte is a globe-trotting professional singer, radio presenter, conspiracy podcaster, and on-off blogger. Now, Verena has unveiled her latest masterpiece, "Unlock the Power Within: Discover the Secrets of Energy and Healing to Ignite Your Transformation." This transformative guide takes readers on a soul-stirring journey of self-discovery, drawing from her extensive experiences in the healing arts and exploration of energy. And Verena joins us now. How are you today?
3: I'm very well, thank you. How are you today?
2: I'm excellent, thanks. So what inspired you to write? unlock the power within?
3: Well, for years, I've been working with clients as a holistic health therapist. But I'm also, I have a background in psychology and transpersonal psychology. And over the years, I've noticed that there's a very close relationship between people's way of thinking, living, reacting to circumstances, and the health that they have.
2: And in what ways are those two linked?
3: Well, every time we have a thought, a thought is nothing more than an energy, energy impulse it's a vibration it's something intangible we can't see it it exists but we create it in the mind but every thought we have we attach an emotion to now that the the emotion we attach to it also has a a particular type of energy attached to it so if we have an angry thought we'll have an angry emotion that angry emotion creates an in an energy of well anger itself has a very is a very powerful energy let's say yes and then that energy sits within our body it causes a block somewhere and then that affects the health our health if for example in chinese medicine uh it's believed in qigong as well it's believed that the energy of anger is rooted within the liver area and so invariably people who get angry Um, they have a lot of digestive problems. I mean, not just people who get angry, stress in general will provoke that. But the energy blocks, particularly in that area.
2: Unlock the Power Within delves into the world of energy healing and spiritual awakening. So how would you define energy healing overall? And what do you think makes it so vital?
3: I think it's vital because nowadays, especially um, after, well, since we've come out of the lockdowns from COVID, so many more people are suffering with some form of health issue, mental health issue, um, stress. And I think now more than ever, it's very, very important to be mindful Of the thoughts we have and the reactions we have to circumstances, people, places, situations, and the energy they provoke within the body. Because uh, you've probably noticed yourself every single day now we're hearing of new, newer and newer diseases appearing. We're hearing of people who are getting um, seriously ill. Um, and I believe it's very much because of the thoughts and the emotion attached to those thoughts and so therefore being mindful of that we can actually change our energy we can cultivate a more positive way of thinking a more positive way of reacting living and therefore we can actually prevent a lot of illnesses within the body yeah don't get me wrong if sorry if somebody is angry today but then tomorrow they're happy you can maybe get away with it once in a while you know to have that emotion of Anger. I'm not saying that anger is a bad thing, but we need to channel that anger into something else, you know, into sporting activities, um, anything. To get it out of the body, so that we don't create these energy blocks, and therefore, because in the long run, I mean, today it might be just indigestion, but you know, three to six months down the line, or a year down the line, it can turn into cancer. It can turn into much more serious illnesses within the body.
2: And is there a bit of a cycle, I suppose, where you mention we're hearing all the time about new diseases, and even if you don't have one yourself, it could worry you and stress you out, and then increase your own risk.
3: Absolutely. Well, if you think about it, I would say that 99.9% of all worries and stresses come from fear. You know, um, it's not, as people, we have a tendency to blow things out of proportion, don't we, in our minds when, when, when we stress over something. Uh, Instead of being aware and conscious of the the particular thing as it is in reality, we tend to think, oh, my goodness, but what happens if that happens? Oh, well, if that happens, then this is going to happen. And then if that happens, oh, my goodness, that's and we stress over the fear that doesn't even exist because we've created the fear, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, because there's the famous quote. The only thing to fear is fear itself. Something like that. Absolutely,
3: (laughs) yeah. Absolutely.
2: Is it one of those things that's easier said than done? Because you can't just kind of snap out of it and not be fearful.
3: No, that's very true. We can't just snap out of it and not be fearful of things. There are obviously things that we're fearful. But I think that when we learn to be mindful of things and look at them for what they are so for example um road rage (laughs) i don't know why i'm thinking of that (laughs) you know um somebody comes too close to your car they almost hit you and then you have a fit of rage but that fit of rage is actually a form of fear fear that you might have had a damaged car fear that you might have got injured fear that your passengers might have been injured but if we it's fine to to feel that fear but when we look at it realistically Did the car hit the other car? No, we're okay. Did anybody get injured? No. So there's no point in thinking, but what if? Because it didn't happen. So the the actual, I think, the the antidote to retaining fear is letting it go.
2: Where would you place these negative emotions on the scale of causing? health problems. How would you compare it to a bad diet or smoking or other things like that?
3: People who have bad diets and people who smoke, they obviously have, or people who use alcohol as well. Um are dealing with inner issues that I relate to not having enough self love to look after themselves properly, so those they may be childhood wounds that have been sort of how can I put this uh, forgotten over the over time, but subconsciously they're still there because if you think about it if a if a child goes and dresses up, you know, puts mummy's shoes on mummy's clothes on. And and then they come out and they've got lipstick all over their face or something. And and an adult sees them. All it takes is for the adult to say, go and change those clothes. You look ridiculous. And that then becomes a complex. Although the child will go off, you know, and feel upset or maybe cry or whatever it is. That in adulthood that becomes a complex because it's actually a seed for insecurity, and many adults then in later life will withdraw from putting themselves forward for something for the fear of being ridiculed.
2: It's quite crazy, isn't it? The
0: planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen
2: Probably every decision we make in life, we're thinking about fear, aren't we?
3: Absolutely. But this is where we need to look at things for what they are in the moment, living in the here and now. How can I deal with this now in this way, and then let it go? You yeah. Know, if, if there is an insecurity of some form that comes from a childhood wound, sitting down with ourselves and being mindful of it and saying, thinking, well, where did it actually come from? How can I get to the bottom of it? Does it serve me as an adult? Well, if If it's causing me pain and it's causing me suffering and it's not allowing me to move forward in life, then I need to let it go and not attach to it.
2: And I suppose the thing is, it's all linked, isn't it? If you've got a bad diet or are smoking a lot and drinking alcohol, you may very well be dealing with a lot of negative emotions. So you've got all sorts of things going on that can increase your risk of catching something.
3: Absolutely. 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 It's like um, it's a kind of a vicious circle, isn't it, really? Because the people who have all of us have some issues of some kind. Um, So we have the issues, then we use the food, the alcohol, the drugs, whatever it is to compensate for it. But then the alcohol, the food and the drugs take over and then they mentally depress us even more. And it's, it's like a vicious cycle, but the cycle has to stop somewhere. So if it has to stop somewhere, then we need to start looking at why am I eating this way? Why am I smoking? Why am I trying to hide my feelings with alcohol?
2: Particularly today, it's quite a uh, fast paced and stressful world of course so how can the kind of principles and practices that you mention in the book help individuals kind of find resilience and maintain a better balance in their lives
3: slow down two simple words i know it's not very simple nowadays because people have you know working crazy hours the cost of living has just gone up it's skyrocketed But the important thing is to slow down. It doesn't matter whether you can just grab 20 minutes a day for yourself, half an hour a day for yourself. If you calculate that you're probably sleeping for eight hours, then you have another 16 hours available during the day. You should be able to at least have one hour where you can slow down and dedicate that time to yourself. And during that time, of course, you can practice meditation. I know a lot of people say, oh, I can't meditate because, you know, I'm not in a place to meditate. But that's the whole point of meditation. You don't have to be in the place to meditate. You just have to sit down quietly and be with yourself.
2: So what advice would you give to somebody who's maybe a little bit sceptical or hesitant about exploring energy healing and spiritual awakening?
3: Okay, well, for the sceptic people out there, I would say think of food. When you ingest food, you ingest calories, right? Calories are energy. I'm not talking about a spiritual energy. I'm talking about physical energy that comes from food. Your body needs calories to work. So if you consider that every single cell in your body is like a factory and the workers in the factory need fresh energy to actually repair body tissue. So if you're not feeding your body well, then it's not going to have a fresh supply of energy for all those workers. If you're stressed, the food is going to ferment in the gut. It's going to turn toxic. And so therefore, you're still not going to have fresh quality supply of energy for those workers in the factory. So really, mm, I'm not talking about something that is a bit woo-woo here. It yeah. can be proven in science, um, the kind of energy that I'm talking about. I mean, yes, there is energy that comes from the air. There is energy that comes from water. There is energy, spiritual energy. But energy for people who... who, who Um, a more science-based then think of it in terms of the calories that you're eating if you go to a gym you run you burn off calories you're burning energy but you don't see that energy and that's they have to look at it I think in that way to understand that energy is essential as essential as water food and all the other elements that the body needs
2: well of course this book out now is called Unlock the Power Within are you working on any more books at the moment?
3: I am <laughs> i'm actually i i'm currently finishing designing a it's a step-by-step method to transformation and uh, am I allowed to, to shamelessly Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called the V2V method which is from victim to victory and it's a step-by-step method that people can follow to actually transform their minds to transform their health.
2: Sounds exciting. And in the meantime, as I say, this book is of course called Unlock the Power Within, Discover the Secrets of Energy and Healing to Ignite Your Transformation. Where are all the places that this book's available to get?
3: Oh, well, the book was re- released last week and it's currently available on Amazon um, worldwide. It's in three languages at the moment. Italian, Spanish, and English, and uh, hopefully by next week it will be in Portuguese as well.
2: Oh wow! What's the reasoning behind having it in different languages? Is it just so it's more accessible?
3: Well, no. It's because as um, I used to, uh, I used to be a professional singer, and I travelled around the world uh, singing. And I was also a holistic healer while I was a singer. And I know I know those languages. I speak those languages fluently. And I have many, many friends still in Portugal, Italy and Spain. In fact, I live in Spain. So that's the reason behind having a multilingual book. So I can reach more people and help more people.
2: Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you here.
3: Thank you very much for having me. It's been an honour. Thank you. The throbbing pulse of oh, sounds of oh, sound, oh, sound oh, The Toby Gribben Show